I just bought a court reporting machine. Who would do that? I'm, you're probably thinking. I would. Number one, because I collect everything under the sun. Things that people would never want or never think about owning. But the reality is, is that I'm a court reporter. Or I was in my previous life. I never got my state license, but I finished court reporting school and I was the top of my class. I was writing about 250 words per minute. And it was wonderful. Then, because of my fear of testing, after I went to take the state board the first time, I didn't pass because I started freaking out. I probably wet my pants or something and forgot what I was listening to because I was so focused on my bodily functions. And because you also know that I have anxiety. And so maybe, now that I'm thinking about it, if I had my anxiety under control at that time, maybe. But then I try to generalize that concept to me taking the state exam for being a licensed marriage family therapist. I had my anxiety under control then, and I was a freaking hot mess too. And I have my anxiety under control now while I'm preparing for my doctoral defense presentation. And I'm a freaking hot mess too. So I guess not. Anyway, why did I buy a court reporting machine? Because I wanted to. Because it was just another thing to add to my collection. And actually, I was looking for a court reporting machine that was from the late 70s when I was taking court reporting school. And if you remember from a podcast I did previously, I was supposed to be on a plane coming from San Francisco to um, San Diego. And I was going to change my flight and I didn't. And it ended up Um, being that the flight that I was going to change it to that I couldn't be on crashed. It crashed in North Park. If you haven't listened to that podcast, please do, because it's one of the big historical events of, um, of San Diego and North Park. And yes, I was supposed to be on that plane, but I wasn't. But where I was was in class for court reporting school. That was at one of the schools. I don't remember exactly what the name of it was. Court reporting school or something. I don't remember. What I do remember is that several of the instructors at that court reporting school decided to branch off and create their own court reporting school called the Academy of Court Reporting. How la-di-da does that sound? And so I transferred over to the Academy of Court Reporting. I did it for a while, and then I dropped out 
And then I wanted to go back. And they were telling me they don't think I'm serious enough about wanting to do it. So they'll let me come back. But I have to prove that I have a dedication to wanting to be a court reporter. I didn't. I was trying to figure out something to do in my life. I had already lost the opportunity at Pepperdine Malibu. I had lost the opportunity at Mesa Junior College. I had lost the opportunity at UCSD. I had lost all these opportunities just because I wasn't mature enough and ready to complete something. But at this particular time, I was determined that I was going to complete this. And so they let me back in. And I ended up showing them I could do it. And I could rise to the top. And I did. I graduated, like I said, writing 250-ish words per minute, which is fast. And then the state test happened and that was my one and only and I flunked out of that. That's when my parents told me, you either go back and take the state exam and do what you went to college for or move out. So I chose to move out and as I've talked about, I moved into the cockroach infested blah blah blah. But let's get back to why did I buy a court reporting machine? Well, because, number one, it's sentimental. It's part of my life. And number two, to be honest with you, I want to put it on this little table and just see how much of my old skill I have left in me. And I bet you with practice, I could probably increase my speed. Do I mean, I want to, but am I going to do anything with it? No. I think I've crossed that bridge. But when I went searching for the court reporting machine of the like the late 1970s made of plastic, all I could find were the later ones where they try to turn it electric. It still had the same kind of gears and everything in there from what I can understand but they sort of electrified it a little bit. Kind of like, you know, the bicycle that is electrified, that when you get lazy, you can push a button and it starts zooming along without you actually exerting any kind of effort. Well, that wasn't my time, so I wasn't going to invest in something like that. And all the court reporting machines that I could find that were around the time that I was working and of the same model were, my God, so expensive. Why? Not that many people want to be nostalgic about court reporting machines. And not that many people who are court reporters now want to use an antiquated machine. So I just couldn't figure it out until I stumbled upon a stenographer, that's the brand, machine, court reporting machine made of metal in great condition in case from 19 fucking 47 now any of you who are listening to my stories know 
that's my jam. I don't want something from the 70s when I can have something from the 1947s and one of the originals and in great condition. So, I bought a court reporting machine and it's on its way. And you know what? I am going to bring it out and I'm going to... I don't know what I'm going to do with it. I'm going to maybe use it as a parlor trick or something if somebody comes over or I mean I'm used to that being a psychotherapist I go to parties and people find out I'm a psychotherapist and then all of a sudden I'm a party favor everybody wants to pass me around and get their little you know 15 minute therapy session and that's fine I'm fine with that especially the more wine I drink I'm fine with that So anyway, I just wanted to share, I have a 1947 metal court reporting machine ready to arrive in the mail at any time soon. Ah, I just got my little mini bonsai tree because a client of mine suggested, well, he didn't suggest to me, but he decided to get into bonsai trees and do the little trimming and do whatever bonsai people do to bonsai trees. And so I decided I'm going to buy myself a bonsai tree. And those little fuckers are expensive. And so I bought a small bonsai tree for quite the price, I have to tell you. And when it arrived in the mail from Canada, it was quite the small bonsai tree. And now it sits in front of me It's a juniper tree. And the reason I bought the juniper tree is because it reminds me of going to visit Vicky in Carmel because juniper is one of the, you know, the big trees there. And the big trees, juniper trees in Carmel are huge by the ocean and stuff. And I've got this little tiny juniper in a little vase and it's just sitting here looking at me and I'm thinking... What do I do with you now? I guess now, maybe I need to take a YouTube lesson on how to trim a juniper bonsai tree. Because it certainly doesn't look like any of the juniper trees that I see in Carmel. And frankly, when I took it out of the box, I thought the little shit was made of plastic. But it's not. It's got real dirt, and unless they're fooling me, I mean, maybe it's made of plastic and I don't realize it. I'm going to watch it and see what it does, see if it grows, or see if it just continues to sit there and look at me and mocking me and knowing that it's only plastic. I'll figure this out. Anyway, I just thought I would share for no reason at all, because, except because I have a court reporting machine on its way. Anyway, I've lived to tell. Till next time.